Project Taryag Day 48 Mitzvah Shin Zayin and that is the Mitzvah of bringing the Mincha Chadasha on Chag HaShavuos what's called the Shtei Alechem The Pasuk says Mimashvitsechem Toviyu Alechem Tznufa and that's the Mitzvah specifically of Shavuos the added carbon besides the regular carbon Oimer was called the carbon Shtei Alechem the Chiddush of the Shtalechim is one of the very rare Menachas, which was Chometz and not Matzah. And it was brought together with a Karbanus, with two Kvasim, two sheep as Shalmei Tzibur. This was also unique, as it is the only time that there is a Shlomim, which is brought with Tzibur. And besides the Shlomim, there were Oilois and Chatos. The oilers were seven kvasim, uh, seven sheep, a par, a bull, and two rams, and there was a goat which was a carbon chatos. This is besides the regular carbon musaf of Shavuos, which has a dinner musaf of the extra carbonus of any day which is the Yom Tif, which is discussed later on in Barashas Minchas. What was the way that they brought the Mincha? So the Mishnah tells us they would bring three saw of chitin and then they would grind them and they would knead them as like they did to all the menachas and they would sift them twelve times and out of the, the, these two israelis they made two menachas the, the Mishnah gives us a sheer how big each mincha was it was seven twachim by four twachim and four at boys high and they used to prepare them before Yom Tif. And then on Yom Tif they used to do Tnuf, which means they used to wave them around. And then they used to bring them next to Mizbech with the Karbonus. They went after the Mizbech, the Shalech, and they were eaten by the Karnim. The reason for the Mitzvah says the Chinuch is the same as what he said by the Mitzvah of the Karbon Oimer. And that is the first. We want to thank Hashem with that. Also, he says the unique, what's unique here is it's referring to wheat which is human food, as opposed to soyum, barley, which is more animal food. And therefore, since a person is moved or is inspired, impressed by what he does, therefore, the person who wants to do more of an avoider in what's in the gear for people to eat, human food, so that will obviously bring him to more of a hakarasatav. The halach is that if one doesn't have new grain, one still has to bring the shtalechem from grain that he does have. But it has to be grain from Eretz Yisrael. Similarly, the halach is that the preparation of the shtalechem is not the Shabbos or Yom Tif, And therefore, it is prepared on Erev Yom Tif, or if that would be a Shabbos, Erev Shabbos, and brought on Yom Tif. It was given to the Karim to eat. The way it was split up is one loaf was given to the Kohen Gadol and the other one was shared by the other Kohenim who were on duty then in the base of Mikdash. And this mitzvah only applies to Kohenim who can do the Avoida and only when the base of Mikdash is standing. Mitzvah Shinches and that is the mitzvah say of Natsum Melacha on Shavuos. It's called the Terrace in the Torah. The Pasuk says it's called the Mikra Kodesh. As we said before, Mikra Kodesh means 
that one sanctifies it by refraining from doing work. The reason and the parameters of the mitzvah of Yom Tov of Shavuos are exactly the same as the mitzvahs of the Yom Tov of Pesach and all other Yom Tov. And the corresponding was this later, say mitzvah Shintes, and that is the issue not to do Melach on Shavuos, like on all the Yom Tov, it is not to do Melach. Shavuos isn't given a date in the Torah. We're told to count from the night after the first day of Pesach, 50 days, and then the 50th day will be Shavuos. When there wasn't a calendar and the length of the months could change, then the exact date that Shavuos fell on could change as well. Today that there's a calendar, therefore it will always fall on the 6th of Sivan. Mitzvah Shin Yud is the mitzvah of, the positive mitzvah of not doing Melacha on Rosh Hashanah. Again, it's called the Mikra Kodesh. And uh, the Pasuk says by Rosh Hashanah, so the first of the seventh month is Rosh Hashanah and Shabbosan means to rest from Asir's Melacha like the other Yom Tovim. And the corresponding mitzvah, Mitzvah Shin Yud Aleph, and that is not to do Melacha on the first of Rosh Hashanah, of Tisha, which is Rosh Hashanah. The Pasuk says, And therefore, like all the other Yom Tovim, Melacha is related to food preparation would be Mutter. As opposed to Pesach and Shavuos, which are coming to remember events which happened in the history of Klai Yisrael, the point of Rosh Hashanah, as we told by Chazal, is it's the day that Hashem judges every person, not just in general terms, but as every individual is judged on his own, with the famous Marshal Chazal give us, back of Nehmeron. If you pass in front of Hashem, single file, so to speak, and therefore, the point of the mitzvah of Shabbos and of not doing melacha is in order for a person to be able to focus on being over bedin and passing through the judgment. And the Chinuch digresses here from discussing the mitzvah of keeping Rosh Hashanah not doing melacha into the topic of the din of Rosh Hashanah. And he explains that the reason for Rosh Hashanah is because it was one of Hashem's biggest chasadim for a person that it should be judged once a year. That way, his focus is on what he's done wrong, and he can do tshuva, and even if Hashem has to punish, he can, so to speak, nip that variance in the bud, and that is, there hasn't been enough time yet for a person to amass too much of a store of avaris, and therefore, it's still easier to clean him and give him kapara. Whereas if a person would not have an annual Shah Sadin and the Averis would just pile up until they became too entrenched in the person and there wouldn't be an easy way for him to get Kapara. The Chazal say this point that if a person has an outstanding debt, so if it's to a friend, the friend will agree to take small payments rather than waiting until he can be back and collect the whole debt in one go. And therefore, on the one hand, it's a Yom Tov. We are grateful for the opportunity to be Ayim Bedin and do Tshuva. On the other hand, we can't celebrate it like a Yom Tov because the very fact that we're being judged and potentially being punished is something which doesn't give a person the mindset of happiness necessary for Halal. Like the Gemara says that the Malachim asked Hashem, why don't Klai Yisrael sing Halal on Rosh Hashanah? 
And Hashem's answer was that they're being omi bedin, they're standing in judgment, and therefore, while we're happy about Yom Tif, and we celebrate Yom Tif, but we're not in the right frame of mind to sing Halal. The Gemara says that four things help to tear up a person's, so to speak, verdict if it's not a good verdict. And they are Tzedakah. Tzedakah is crying out to Hashem, changing one's name or changing one's place. What's the point of changing one's name? So the Chinuch explains based on the Rambam that it makes the person feel that he's a new person, no longer connected to the actions he did before. Chazal make it more real to us by telling us that three separate Sfarim ledgers are opened in Rosh Hashanah, one of Tadikim Gemurim, and those are written and inscribed and sealed immediately for life, one of Hashem Gemurim, and those are inscribed and sealed immediately for death, and one of Benonim, whose verdict is left hanging until Yom Kippur. The Chinuch alludes to the question that we don't notice Tadikim always being rewarded or Hashem always being punished, a question which the other Rishonim ask here. And his answer is, is that the Gemara is referring to a Tariq Gomor, a person who is completely righteous, and therefore, since he has no virus for which he deserves to be paid back here, so he'll be inscribed and sealed immediately the Chaim. And the Russia being referred to as the Russia Gomor, he has no saving Schusim, and therefore a Russia like that would be written and sealed in the Mesa. The... Gemara talks about Rosh Hashanah in the context of it's the beginning of the year, which means that the halakhic consequences to before and after Rosh Hashanah, for example, the year of, of Shemitah, of Yevil, of counting years when one gives Maesha Shani or Maesha Ani, all depends on Rosh Hashanah. This is one of the four Rosh Hashanah beginning points of the year. The Gemara says the first one is Nisan, which is when they used to change the amount of years, the count of years of the king. This is the starting point of the three regalim. The second is Elul, which would make a difference to animals which were born before or afterwards, in which year we would have to do Mesa Behemoth, which means separate the tenth of the animals to be brought to Yishalayim and eaten there. Rosh Hashanah, as we said, is a starting point for the agricultural mitzvahs and the count of the years. And lastly, we come to Shvat, which is when the fruit begins to blossom and therefore will determine if the crop of the fruit is dependent on the year before or the following year. The Isser of doing Melach and Shoshanah would apply equally to men and to women in all places and all times. And if a person is over in it, besides for the Surim, besides for the Melachas regarding Eichel Nefesh, it'd be Chayib Malkus, like every day Tazif. Base, and that's to bring the carbon musaf specially for Rosh Hashanah. Like the Pasuk says, the, the person has to bring the extra carbonus like he does in every musaf of the Yom The Shin Yud Gimel is a mitzvah to fast on Yom Kippur, the 10th of Tishrei. The Pasuk says, and which literally means a person should afflict themselves and uh, that the Gemara explains as being by not eating and not drinking. Similarly, it's also with other forms of pleasure, which are washing, anointing oneself, wearing shoes, and the 
his own land just from the word Venisim, that it's a person to protect himself from the fact that Yom Kippur is called Shabbos Shabbosoin, and that is the free land, the extra Shabbosoin, is to rest from involvement in all these physical forms of enjoyment. The reason for the mitzvah, Yom Kippur is a tremendous chesed, Hashem's Rachamim, and he sets a specific date and time in the year that a person can get shiva and be forgiven for all their various he's done. Therefore, involvement in physical things appeals to the material, physical side of the person, and that's the source of what brings him to Avera, because that's what gets misled or led astray by the Yetzirah. And therefore, the chiva which comes from the person's nefesh or his chokhmah, the more spiritual side of the person, and then from that point it is chiva, and therefore, on a day when that's meant to be a person's focus, says the Chinuch, it's inappropriate that he comes in front of Hashem with a nefesh chashucha, so to speak, the light of his neshama has been dulled, because he's been involved in eating and drinking. The second point, since a person is judged by where he is presently, therefore, if a person has detached himself from anything physical and is now focused on Shiva or on more spiritual matters which which occupy one's thoughts on Yom Kippur, therefore it will help him be judged in the context of a tzaddik. We learn that the amount that a person has to be has to eat on Yom Kippur in order to be chayev is the amount of a kregeres. The amount of the kaseves gaso, which is more than a regular shear of achila. Normally, the shear of achila, which the Torah is always mechayev, is a kazais. And here, the Torah says a person is only chayev if he eats more than a zais, because the Torah doesn't say loytoichal yom kippur. It says a person has to ma'anah himself, afflict himself, and unless the person's eaten a kaseves, he still feels afflicted. The size of the Kesevus, says the Chinuch, it's smaller than two Zaisim, but bigger than one Kesevus. This shear is the same for all people, whereas when it comes to drinking, the shear of drinking Yom Kippur is a Malay Lugmav, which means the amount of liquid he can fit into one side of his mouth, and this would depend on the size of the person, how much capacity their mouths can hold. The Gemara explains the difference, that whereas a Kasevus Hagasa helps everybody not feel afflicted by a fast, when it comes to drinking, each person will have a different amount of how much they drink, which would take them out of the category of an Inui. Someone who is feeling the affliction of the fast. These Shirim are only in order to apply the penalty of the Torah. However, to drink or eat less than that would still be awesome. The difference this makes is that for somebody who is sick, but not in a way which is life-threatening and needs to eat or drink on Yom Kippur, we give them less than the Shia, which is the full-fledged Chiyav of the Torah, and then we wait, what we call Kedah is Pras, a normal time it takes a person to eat a certain amount, and then we give them another Shia, and the two don't join with each other because they're being eaten too far apart. Similarly, when it comes to liquids, we give him less than the share and wait the amount of time of a liquid 
which is the amount of time it takes to drink a revis, and then it can drink more, and the two don't connect. Whereas when it comes to eating and drinking, we say they don't combine to form the amount which the Torah gives the punishment for, and therefore a person can eat less like a service and drink less than a melalugma and wait the amount of time in between eating, which practically today we say is nine minutes, and then they can eat and drink the same amount less than the share again. Even though measuring is normally Asr and Yontif, and here we wanted to measure a Shirim because better that a person is over the Rabban of measuring than he would come to eat or drink on Yom Kippur. The other restrictions of washing or noting oneself are only also for pleasure. If a person needs to travel and walk through a stream of water in order to do a mitzvah, or even in order to save himself a loss, he would be allowed to do that. Similarly, if a person needs to rub oil on lesions in their skin, it's called for refer for medical purposes, that would be mutter as well. The Easter of wearing shoes applies specifically the shoes made out of leather. Shoes made out of other materials would be mutter Yom Kippur. There's an argument that Chinuch brings down, and that is if such a shoe would be allowed to be worn on Shabbos if one's going from his private shoes into a Rosh Rabbi. For somebody who the fasting will bring danger to their life, whether they feel that's the case or a doctor tells us that's the case, when they aren't mechuyev to give up their life for Yom Kippur, they are allowed in Mitzvah to eat. Rabbanan adds in the Shir of Chinuch, at what age a child must practice, so to speak, fasting Yom Kippur. The Chinuch brings two opinions. If they have to complete the fast from two years before Bar Mitzvah, and start practicing by going longer periods of time without eating between them from two years before that or the only Mukhuyev is Rabbanan to complete the fast the year prior to becoming a Godel whether that's a Bar or Bas Mitzvah All these restrictions are unique to Yom Kippur that's the only fast we have Midaraisa and even though Rabbanan added a number of other fast days during the course of the year the only one that they gave similar restrictions to Yom Kippur was the fast of Teshavav, where it also begins at nightfall and ends at nightfall, and also the same five categories of pleasure are forbidden. Whereas in the normal fasts of Rabbanon, only eating and drinking are forbidden, and even that's only from daybreak until the night, and the other forms of Hanah would be permitted. The Mitzvah Yom Kippur, fasting Yom Kippur applies in every place and every time, both the men and the ladies, and if a person is over in this and eats in Yom Kippur, if it's the Shir of a Kisavis, as we said before, he's been about the Sasei, and besides that, he's also Chayav Kores. The Pasuk says, The person who doesn't afflict himself, and he gets Chayav the penalty of Kores, if he did it amazing, B'Shogeg, he'd have to bring a Korban, like all the Chiva Krisis, which are done B'Shogeg. If he had less in the Shir, even though that's also, he wouldn't be high the penalty with the rice. Mitzvah Shen Yadalad is a mitzvah to bring the Musaf of Yom Kippur. Because it says, the craft of Yishul Hashem is a special carbon to be brought on Yom Kippur. And that's besides for the special avoider which was performed in the Basim Midrash of Yom Kippur.